Sefer Bereshit, Parshat Vayigash, on provisions for the journey. At the beginning of Parshat Vayigash, Joseph finally reveals himself to his brothers. After the emotional reunion, he invites them to bring the whole family as immigrants to Egypt, where he can protect them and provide for them through the famine. And when Joseph sees them off for their trip back to Canaan, we read, The sons of Israel did so. Joseph gave them wagons, as Pharaoh had commanded, and he supplied them with provisions for the journey. Now, Joseph's brother's whole purpose in coming to Egypt was getting food to bring back to their family in Canaan. The medieval Portuguese commentator Don Isaac Abarbanel reassures us that Joseph loaded their pack animals with a supply of grain for that purpose. The provisions for the journey in our verse Abarbanel teaches, was in addition to that supply of food. But the verse itself skips over the main supply of food and instead emphasizes that seda laderech, the food for the road. What can we learn from this emphasis on the road trip snacks? This phrase in the verse can teach that being in transit is an inherently vulnerable state, that it is important to prepare for the road, prepare well for transitions, And also it teaches us of our responsibility to provide for others, particularly when they are in those vulnerable moments of transition, just as Joseph does. This may be as simple as when guests leave our homes, offering them some food for the road, as many of us love to do and which can feel like a real act of care. And we know that the dangers of the road are more acute in some situations than others, and for some people more than others. And they are particularly serious for those of us who are in transit not by choice, but in order to escape from an untenable situation. In the story of Joseph and his brothers, Jacob didn't want to send his youngest son Benjamin to Egypt for food because of the risks involved. And Jacob only agreed after much delay when he could tell that the whole family's survival was at real risk if Benjamin didn't make the dangerous trip. The commentator mentioned Don Isaac Abarbanel, who noticed that Joseph made sure to give his brothers separate provisions for the travel, was himself also a refugee multiple times in his life, the Abarbanel. First, Abarbanel had to escape his home in Portugal on very short notice when the king became upset with him. Then, living in Spain during the Inquisition, Abarbanel worked hard to avert the expulsion of the Jews. But he ultimately did not succeed, and in 1492, he again found himself a refugee migrant, along with his entire community. He found asylum in Naples, only to flee a French invasion two years later and settle in Venice. Don Isaac Abarbanel may not have been in exactly the same situation as Joseph's brothers in their famine, but he did know something about how vulnerable you are when you are forced to leave your home. So perhaps Abarbanel had special insight into the significance of giving and receiving supplies for a sudden involuntary dangerous journey. Here in Arizona, where I am today, the vulnerability of migrants is a vital reality that we must not ignore. Stateless and homeless, refugees arrive seeking asylum without resources or supports and travel in in dangerous spaces without access to basic life necessities like water and food. And there are also people here who recognize, like Joseph did, that we need to support one another in such dangerous situations. Some people place containers of water in the desert so that people migrating through can find them and drink when they are thirsty. 
when ICE drops off people from detention, people who care show up to help the asylum seekers prepare for their trips to their immigration court hearings by offering assistance with practical needs like food, water, hygiene, and clothing. It's worth highlighting one more special thing about travel provisions, among other forms of generosity. There's a Jewish custom when you know someone who is departing on a significant trip that you give them some money, not as a gift for themselves, but for them to give as tzedakah, as charity, while they are traveling. The idea is that someone who is going on a mission to do a mitzvah, like giving charity, will be protected from danger on their way to do that mitzvah. So when you give the traveler money to give as charity when they arrive, you're making it as if their entire trip is a mission whose goal is to give tzedakah for your sake, wherever they are headed. Again, we see that travel is dangerous when travelers need to be protected. But here we learn not from the protective power of receiving, receiving provisions to satisfy our basic needs, but the protective power of giving, of being an agent of good in the world. Our travel will be meaningful if we see its purpose as doing good, if we understand that our purpose in taking the trip is to become a source for good for those we meet along the way. In the Talmud, Nachum Ish Gamzu, tell his students a story that he was once traveling with three donkeys, one donkey carrying food, one donkey carrying drink, and the third donkey with special treats. And a poor man approached him on the road and asked for something to eat. Nachum Ishgamzu immediately said, yes, just let me get you something, and began to unpack a donkey. Before Nachum Ishgamzu could get the man any food, the man died. Nachum Ishgamzu felt so guilty that he brought curses on himself forever for having failed to feed this poor man quickly enough. He took responsibility for the man's death. Nachum Ishgamzu's story is extreme, but the lesson is a beautiful one. It's not enough to be willing to help the vulnerable. Nachum Ishgamzu challenges us to make sure we are fully prepared in every moment and with all parts of ourselves to come to the aid of our fellow human beings who are vulnerable in their journeys through life. Shabbat Shalom.